This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Cowboys, Chargers, Colts, and Eagles all going home. We'll tell you why. Coming up right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, my God. in the background all right gather around everybody all you cow folks um <laughs> you really doing this like i'm not like i didn't fall asleep and wake you up gotta, in the after bus tv studio gotta, we doing this we got to because you got to be defined you got to be steadfast in your 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 thought process man the love you have listen welcome everybody man this nfl playoffs man whole lot of stuff happened man i don't care what happened on on sunday i'm leaving i'm standing firm i'm standing strong with the cowboy nation but to my left is this adorable little cherub david blue you know how it be you know how it do um what's up <laughs> first of all i'm flustered i don't even know what to say i got this sitting next to me in full cowboy getup. Yeah, you know what I mean. You gotta, you know, just, you know. For a team that lost, mind you. Listen, you gotta stand firm. All right. Before, See, I told you a couple weeks ago you turned into a Cowboys fan. Before, you said, no, 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 no. I'm just supporting, you know. Before, <laughs> Look at you. It happened, man. You're coming you, with a Dak jersey next week. You never, Lord it's almighty. possible. So, listen. Okay, so I don't know. Um, first, before, first of all, let's get started. Before we get into the game, I just want to get your overall thoughts on this weekend's games and it's kind of like your biggest takeaways and just what your thought process is right now. You know, it was interesting to see all the home teams win. Yeah. Straight up. It was the higher seeds. Notice they all had the bye weeks. Right. It really shows you how the bye week comes into play. Yep. Chiefs took care of the Colts easy. Mm-hmm. Patriots just destroyed the Chargers. And when it came to games like, you know, the Rams, and it was really the night, the night games, the Rams in L.A. and the Saints in the Superdome, it was just that home crowd. Now, the Coliseum, you know, it's big. It's wide. You're not really close to the action there. I mean, the torch is very far from the actual field. And the Superdome, it's massive, and you're right there, and it just echoes. Unbelievable stadium. It's an unbelievable place to play, and both those teams took it out. It's really interesting to see how the bye week actually affected them. I agree. And and it's one of those things where, like, we, we talk about that. We where Everyone says that the bye week give you rust. Well, maybe in the beginning, they, they got a couple teams got hit in the mouth. But mm-hmm. for the most part, the bye, the rest, the extra preparation it's is what prep. they're going. It's prep. It's prep. And that actually does help in having that time off and resting your players and resting your talent. and Because it's a long, grueling, exhausting season. And when you do that and then you see what happens, you see the results. Exactly. People don't forget how to play football after a week. You give them a week to rest. What they do is they let their bodies rejuvenate from a long season which is beyond important it prevents injuries you know it allows you to play better and then 
you practice. You have more time to prep. While this team is playing a full-on game trying to win and stay alive another day, you're practicing to play whatever team just had that grueling battle. And for some teams, you know, it was the Eagles who survived on a missed field goal. Or, you know, it was the Cowboys winning by two points. And to face a team like that is tough because, yeah, you'll say they have the momentum, but they're also exhausted compared to you. It's like, okay— Imagine you got three hours of sleep last night. Right. And you got a boxing match against a guy who got eight. Mm-hmm. Y- you can take him found pound for pound, but eventually you're going to tire out and then he's just going to knock you out. Yeah, unless let's by some miracle, by some crazy random happenstance, it, that's usually how it goes. Better prepared usually wins no matter what mm-hmm. anybody says, even even over the more athletic. Sometimes if you're better prepared, better game plan, you 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 get the victory. Exactly. But, um, but with that being said, let me just get this out of the way, man. Let me just start from the top, man. Let me just start with the Cowboys versus the Rams. Let me get this out the way. And before before I let you just unload and unleash your fury upon the world, I brought a special little... Listen, you call it a gimmick. You call it what you want to call it. But I bought a little special treat, David. Because this is what you always be doing. You always be hating on Dak Prescott. This is an old super hater, old David Bloom hater. So I bought you. I've had this curated from like... A whole bunch of haters across the world. Like just Mm. haters sprinkled out through each continent of the planet. And I've curated it and bottled. Happened to bottle up some Haterade for David Blum. Okay. So before you unleash on Dak Prescott and the Cowboy Nation, I want you to pour you a little cup of this Haterade. Take a drink from it. And then do your thing, man. Then you can go. I won't say a word. Yeah, pour a little cup of that. Nice little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Get some of that Haterade up in you. Yeah. See, that's the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He wants a whole. He gets a whole bunch. I'm gonna need the whole cup for this one. <laughs> Go ahead, and take a sip, Dave. And by all means, you can unleash upon the world of AfterBuzz. Mm, Tasting. Cheers. <laughs> okay, there's the there's the thirty. Oh, I swear! <laughs> I swear! That, okay, I, that one was the twenty-two. I can. I'm not gonna just go ahead, man. I'm not gonna let you. <laughs> oh, you know, that tastes a lot like you know two running backs going for a hundred plus. Uh, go ahead, explain. And yourself. the Cowboys are eliminated from the playoffs. Tell us welcome, why, David Blue. Welcome to my hatred. Well, mm-hmm. they had a. You know, a pretty nice showing against the Seahawks last week. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks, it, the score was not what happened. You know, the Seahawks were without a kicker. True. It was a horrible onside kick attempt. And they actually, Jeez. the Cowboys handled that game better than people think they did. You know, Seattle is not the team they used to be. The Legion of Boom is beyond done. And, you know, Russ, he's still an amazing quarterback mm-hmm. and a great mind. But with the players he has now, he's declining. Yeah. And you can see that. This week, hmm. sure, they beat the Saints. Congratulations in the regular season. Right. But this team never got the chance really to run into the great mind of Sean McVay. It's true. Never. He is an extraordinary coach, and he sees the game better than a lot. Why do you think Jared Goff is so good? Why do you think Todd Gurley took 
off in his third year. You know he had that sophomore slump. He came back. He was setting records. Why do you think C.J. Anderson has such a place on that team where he didn't in Oakland and they had to get rid of him in Denver? It's true. Wherever he was, it wasn't working until he comes to this team and he takes over for the injured Gurley. And now they say, okay, if we can get this win with C.J. and Gurley, you know, that— you know, two running back affair, then we can have a healthier girly in the NFC Championship game yes. against maybe a juggernaut like the Saints, which we'll get into. Yes. This was this was just it was the Rams poking holes in the Cowboys. It's that's, true. That's all it was, really. It was them finding a way to get the run game to work. And if they didn't go to Todd Gurley, they go to CJ Anderson. And they have a lot in common. They're two very big backs you know, who are strong enough, yet have enough speed. Mm. Gurley a little bit more, as you saw, he took that touchdown off the edge. Yep. They have the ability to push through you and also run past you. And that's what Anderson did so very well. Both of them, 100-plus yards in a Cowboys defense that's supposed to stop the run. And they were good at stopping the run. They, they were, were great at stopping the run, but what happened? Yeah, Sean McVay saw something, man. Like I said, when you when you get to the playoffs, they, they have people that evaluate all the games, all the playoff games that you happen to, if you happen to win one in, in 16 games of regular season. Mm-hmm. Even if they played you, if they haven't played you, they have somebody bring a collection of tapes and they and they study. Sean McVay, the, the young phenom, he he saw something. The coaching staff saw something, and they believed they could run this ball down Dallas's throat, and and they were right. Listen, um, twenty three carries, one twenty three, two touchdowns. It, it's it's a lot, and that's just for C.J. Anderson. People forget he's not chopped liver now. See, no, that's what people see. not it's at easy, all. It's easy to forget about a productive back when he's out of sight, out of mind. And maybe things didn't go as well, and you get unceremoniously um, left off a team, and so all of a sudden you just get written off, and people forget like he's pretty, might be still pretty good. He's still pretty good. And listen, now, now Dak, twenty for thirty-two, two sixty-six, and a touchdown, and one rushing touchdown. He had the best game he had in the playoffs. He just did. But when they keep thinking, like it's a twenty carries, forty-seven yards for Zeke, you can't just keep banging your head against a brick wall and then hoping you'll get through it. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's because what insanity. the what the media does and what reporters do and what analytics does they always keep putting pushing that narrative is if they if you don't stop Zeke if Zeke gets off you guys lose but that's not always the case man sometimes the strategy changes and the game plan has to change exactly don't sit here and try to tell me that can't win you a game I don't know if he can win you a game he has another chance because of that defense and every time I agree Dak can go you know with an offense and there are these times where Dak Prescott will have these games where what he does on offense. I've said it before. It will work. And he'll be able to score touchdowns and he can rush pretty well. And he can go, you know, just pound for pound with the offense. But then it turns on the defensive side. And people were underestimating this Rams defense of they, Sue, Donald, Peters. Yeah, because they were down. They were they were they had a couple down weeks, but they showed up, didn't they? They showed up. And they still have Aaron Donald, the, 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 the best defensive lineman in the last 20 years. Oh, my. And, and of course. Close. Of course. He's unbelievable. He's a phenom. He's a first battle Hall of Famer already. I don't care what anybody says. He's already, he's already done. His ability to get past the blocker and rush and put pressure on the or quarterback. Or double team. Or the whatever. It's, it's one of the best. He's so strong. And he's just the best thing about you know, um, defensive linemen is when they play smart. Yes. It's not necessarily about powering through the guy. It's your hand motion. It's getting th- not through him, but around him yeah. in a way that pushes him almost to the side. Yes. Even you don't got to go straight through him. Yeah. Yet if you move him, yeah. if you find the gap and you shoot it, which yeah. is something, you know, a lot of during safety blitzes, they always look to shoot the gap and go to the quarterback. If you can do that without a design play, like if you have a, if you have a zero blitz and you have, you know, same amount of rusher, same amount of blockers, same amount of rushers, and then they get through the line yes. and they get to the quarterback without a design play two, 
you can't lose. I agree. Really. I agree. And it's one of those things where the game plan changed. Sean McVay knew this would they this because he listened to the narrative. And to me, you should have to anticipate that that Sean McVay was going to stop the run. So you need to put the ball in Dak Prescott's hand. I don't care what you I don't care what anybody says. If you say he's your franchise guy, you say you're going to pay this kid, you need to make him prove it and, and, and go. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to win a, a football game. Now, let me tell you something. Amari Cooper, Troy Eggman even said it. I've seen it. Everyone acts like they haven't seen it. Amari Cooper is yet to be defended one on one. Period. Really? Troy Eggman says it every time. He goes, I've yet to see someone guard him one-on-one because he's too good at running routes and he's too great out of his bricks. He's he's just, his route running and his IQ of where to be to get the ball, he can come back to the ball, he can go away from the ball. You have to. To, to me, Dak should have had, with 32 attempts, Dak should have had 42 attempts. You oh need God. to let this guy pass. Zeke was, he was intimidated. He took that big hit early. And it was never the same. It was never the same because the Rams have that front line that'll get you. They had they had a stonewalled, and this one was saying, "Listen, the better team won." It still was only thirty to twenty-two, which was a close, respectable game. And the game was on the line when they ran that ridiculously dumb running play up the middle on fourth and one, when they couldn't run at all the whole game, and they still tried to run it up the gut with with terrible personnel against Aaron Donald and Indomitian Sue on fourth and one when they were down eight. Needing to make this drive instead of letting that get out on the move, that have a uh, uh, get on get on the personnel option, read option. Um, I don't know shotgun. I don't care slant pattern. They ran the ball with Ezekiel Elliott when he had forty six yards or forty forty seven yards, and he lost another yard, and that mm-hmm. was the ball game essentially. But but the Rams took care of business. The Rams have their work cut out for them next week, but I think the Saints do as well. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's a perfect rematch. It is it's a, a perfect game for the NFC Championship. Game. Amazing rematch. And to take a look, something. Here in the Cowboys Rams game. Now, notice how before I said when you were when you were gloating about the Cowboys <laughs> winning, it was Zeke, right? They put the ball in Zeke's hands. Now, when Zeke has a performance like this, look what happens. I'm not the biggest Zeke fan, to be honest with you. Man. Neither am I. Just I, not. I think he's a good running back. I think he's one of the best in the league. Not- but he carries his team, and when he can't pull his weight, that team will not win because they do not have the defense. Nor believe it or not, the quarterback to take them the distance without a run game. And like I said, and I don't know that. That you're you're right from just the based on what happened. But I just don't know that when that's all they act like they are. When they when you create an identity and are willing unwilling to change your identity and are willing to modify your identity for the circumstances you're in. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how it happens. But I would at least want you to come here today and be like Evan. They put the ball in Dak's hand and he couldn't get it done. That's what I wish you were saying. Right. That's now. not what I'm saying though. Because they, sadly, they, they, they didn't let him do it though. I just please like let him fail honestly yeah didn't throw a pick and like i said t- two touchdowns one rushing one on um, one throwing pretty good yards like he one of his better playoff games and it's going to go unnoticed exactly because like, i just get tired of like stop zeke stop zeke guys they, they the rams hear that too oh they hear that yeah <laughs> and they know how to stop zeke now because you know they practice for it they say okay we got essentially todd Gurley. they got another todd Gurley yeah. running right at our wall we better be able to stop him period and notice how when I come up on this show and I start drinking all this haterade <laughs> from my man, Zach, notice how I always stall out. Like, I don't really have enough to say, and that's because they never give him the chance to fail. They really don't. Ex- you're exactly right. He never has the chance to, you know, throw too many picks in a game or throw maybe like something. 40-something pass attempts and, you know, hurt his team. Because they don't trust him. They don't, bro. They do not trust him, and that's what I have a problem with, they too. They do not. They so, don't trust him for a reason, though. So this narrative, Think about it. So this narrative has been built 
of, of Dak Prescott being this this guy that's just marginal and he has inaccuracy problems. Like I said before, I said to you last week, not every quarterback is accurate. Now, no. li- listen, there's an, there's elite accuracy, then there's okay accuracy. Because listen, the best quarterback in the league right now is Patrick Mahomes by statistical margin. He is statistics, in, yeah. He's inaccurate at times. He can be because he's young, and as you get older, your power may go, but your accuracy develops. And nobody says that about Mahomes because you know why? Because Dakota plays for America's team, and no matter what anybody says, that's why. If mm-hmm. this dude's playing for Baltimore, if he was playing for Cleveland, you'd be like, Cleveland has a pretty good quarterback there. Oh, I would be like, wow, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, imagine if Baker was on the Cowboys. Exactly. We, I would be out here clowning on him because, you know, he's not putting up, like, super numbers. Correct. When, yeah, he's a rookie. But on the Browns, I'm saying, damn. Yeah. Like, go you. He's you're doing, doing pretty really good. well. You're yeah. doing really well. Well, if you take the Browns to, like, five wins, you're doing pretty you're doing well. You're doing pretty well. You're doing something. And Nick Chubb, too. And look, if Nick Chubb was on the Cowboys and he was putting up Zeke numbers, I'd still be like, you sure? Yeah, yes. This, this guy, really? That's what I'm saying. So it goes back and forth. Um, Dakota still has a lot to work on. It's a media thing. Um, and it, it really is, though. They drive a lot, and even though people they don't, but they do. And and the narrative is what it is. Listen, the Rams move on. It, it That's that's just... That's it, the story, though. That's facts. That's, the Rams move on. The Rams are one game away from the Super Bowl. It, so who knows? They could be on a collision course to the to the, to a rematch. Who knows, you know, between the, the greatest show on turf versus the Patriots. You never uh, know. I you love never, a rematch. You never know. But um, we're going to move on. I'm going to yeah, yeah, speaking of that, I'm going to get to the Patriots versus the Chargers. One of my Super Bowl picks, my, well, like I said, my AFC representative of the Super Bowl. And and they lost, and I don't come out here and make a bunch of hoopla and, and, and nonsense about why a team... I will tell you why I think a team loses, but just because they lost doesn't mean I'm going to get all of my feelings. I'm a casual sports fan. I'm one of them. I'm the worst type of sports fan. I don't have any team. I like exactly. story. I like storylines. I like players, and I like things, and I like great games. That's what I like. So when I picked the Chargers, like, man, I've seen a couple things in the earlier part of the season. They, they got all the tools to win a title. They could. So they just they ran into. Now we'll see. Just they, continue. They get the Foxborough. They come up in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Don't get. Listen. I don't get home field advantage in Foxborough matters. Home field advantage and weather matters. Home field advantage matters when you're a, a warm weather team. But this is what bothers me now. Hmm. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> well, tell I tell me. you what, man. I swear, boy. David Bloom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're choked up. Listen. You cannot play zone. Defense on Tom Brady. They're insane. Are you crazy? If you think that running a zone oh my God. will work against Tom TB12 Brady, it's a jo- it literally is laughable. It's me. laughable how open Edelman and Gronk and Hogan they all were. Even like Dorsett, they were all wide open. And you know the Chargers, what they feared a lot. They feared Cordero Patterson on the kick return, yet, you know, they should have been fearing, you know, the the two-headed monster of Michelle and White. They should have been fearing the fact that Julian Edelman is still very much a playoff elite wide—okay, not elite, but he's a good wide receiver enough. Brady will make a guy elite. I'm the way he surveys the field, and if you even try to run a zone, you gotta run a man. You gotta put pressure on that on those wide receivers to not allow him to throw. You saw what the Eagles did a lot last year. Man they, coverage. They did not allow Brady to throw, and now when you get him, once he gets in a rhythm, he hits this one and that one and this one, and then he'll start to complete the hard ones. And if you want to run man every now and then, Brady's gonna beat it. He has the receivers so, with the speed to beat it, exactly. and then he can get to that big body Gronk, and it's over from there. So exactly, and that's the game. So what you do is you start out in man defense. I don't care. Listen, ever since I was born, ever since I can, ever since I can remember, the first my first memory when I started playing sports, I have always hated zone. I hate oh, zone in soccer. I hate zone. I hate zone in soccer. I hate zone in basketball. I, I hate zone in football. I hate all zone. Zone is the worst. When I used to play 
sixth grade basketball. And yeah, I was that young. My coach would say, do not leave your zone. It's We're playing a 2-3. You two are up here. They're down there. You stay in the key because there was no three in the key because, you know, we were like 12. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I couldn't leave my zone. I was guarding the right side of the court. And if and if they moved, oh, we got to rotate. I can't just say, okay, you guard number 12. You guard number 13. You got 56. You, like, you, you have to trust your men. If he's getting beat, then you help him out. So when it comes, to, when it comes to football, they decided to not have barely any linebackers the whole game. Now, they had they had DBs the whole game, right? So Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels, he's a very savvy coach. He said, I'm going to just ram this ball down your throat and have these skinny guys try to tackle. And they did not want to tackle. Mm-hmm. That's why the running game opened up. And then Tom Brady had 44 completions, right? Yeah. Check this out, David oh, Bloom. So, so impressive. Out of the 37 completions, yeah, 37 of them did not go more than 10 yards. 37 completions went under 10 yards. Under 10. This is why I don't like Tom Brady that much. Huh. 37 out of the 44 completions went under 10 yards. Meaning, if you took the flat away from Tom Brady, I don't even know what he'd do. He might have went to bed. I don't even know what he would do. That's called using the flat, and you know who benefited from that a lot? James White. James White, exactly. One of the best flat receivers in the NFL, best rushing receivers in the NFL. That's really interesting to think about because if they were able to take that flat away, if they saw you know that's where he was going, they could have stopped him. But that's the Patriot style of it's offense. It's true, but, but but David, you know that they have to know that you don't get paid for oh, this. Oh, I know that. I know the Patriots love to use the flat. Why do you think James White is one is the second most is the second receiver leading in you know catching yards? Yes. Yes. Like, think about it. They like, love to go to the flat. They love to run those wide receiver screens coming into the ball. Yeah, you have to go for broke. You have to go for broke. You have to jam Lord. these receivers. You have to knock them off their routes. Mm-hmm. You have to reroute them at least. Exactly. At least reroute them. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm just saying every team that has ever beaten Tom Brady, I know what defense they have played. Of course. Make them run, you know, a, a large slant, a post, you know. a Give me something. Great something. Oh God, you're running a vertical, anything. Like, so, please, if you keep running it to the flat, then Brady is he's going to be able to get those guys. If you keep going out to the flat, Brady will hit you. And if you can't guard that, then Brady's going to beat you. Absolutely. That's how the Patriots work. They're a very systematic offense. They'll go here, they'll go there. But it's short, quick plays until they get to the end zone. And, you know, they can either pound it in Absolutely. or Brady can get it in. I never thought when the Patriots had a third and six or longer that they were not going to convert. Absolutely. And that's I, a problem. I always thought they could convert because, you know— Someone was always open. You have to give Tom Brady third and long. Like I said, watch the teams that have beaten him. Watch the teams that have had success against Lord. Tom Brady. Like, gosh, like you guys have a really good defense. Listen, you have to go for broke. And, and don't be dis- disrespectful. You need to get these linebackers out here. Oh, my God, yeah. You need, like, so, but, like, but listen, 41-28, the game, game seemed closer than it was. The game wasn't even close. 35-7 by the half. Game was over. Game was over. Game and was the, over. The Patriots did an amazing job controlling Bosa and Ingram, who everyone thought was there were going to be real threats to, you know, Tom Brady. How that you get Tom Brady? That pocket stays clear. He finds the hole in the pocket where to throw it. He makes the throw very accurately at 41 years old, mind you. Win, lose, win, lose, or draw, I'm telling you right now, Chiefs ain't making that mistake. Mm-mm. Whether they win no. or lose, no, 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 they no. will not be going out like that. See, the thing about the Chargers, too, is there's a very key concept, you know, in the world today. It, it's called change. It's very scary. I know a lot of people who are going through a lot of changes. Senior year, going to college is very tough. Mm-hmm. When you're playing defense in the NFL, yeah, and you see a team drop maybe 14, 21, three touchdowns unanswered, 
you got to change your defense. That's all and I'm saying. That's yeah, all I'm saying. it's scary, but the system they tried to run, it did not work. That's all I'm saying. They would keep the zone. They wouldn't guard the flats. And they would not change no matter how many points they put yeah, up. Yeah, you can't do. You can't walk into the game like, oh, this is what got us here. Well, listen, it's not working. Did you ever get there by, you know, going through the Patriots? <laughs> I no, don't think so. I don't think you did. And by here is the here's the Super Bowl because that's where you're trying to get to. So you have to do what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. Like the the, the um for example, what Bill Belichick do? Because Bill, like I said, another reason why I don't like John Brady that much because Bill Belichick doesn't get enough credit for Not how great he is. He he really doesn't. Man, man the, the first playoff run time Brady had, he didn't even throw a touchdown. We don't want to talk about that though. We don't got to talk about that. Didn't even throw a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, so Bill Belichick, what's Bill Belichick do? Did something the Chargers didn't see coming. Played Raven style defense because yep. you know what Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches ever. I'm I'm, I'm still a, I'm a still a, Walt, uh, a Bill Walsh guy, but what what Bill Belichick did? He seen last week's game. See how much trouble, how much fix he was having. He's like, I'm gonna make my defense do that. Yeah. They ain't never done it all year, but I'm gonna have them play in this Ravens coverage. And Philip Rivers was flustered. He was he was frustrated. I could see it on his face. You know, there were a lot. Which was really interesting, you know, to key into the game. A lot of delay of game penalties on the Chargers. Unbelievable. Which was not getting to the line too slow. It was the center was not getting the ball out fast enough. And he was trying enough. to change the play around because of the coverage and trying to get the right coverage. Mm-hmm. Phil got flustered. Flustered. Because he was he, frustrated as hell. Bill, Bill showed him that Raven style and it made him uncomfortable. That's called an adjustment. Mm-hmm. He had a week to prepare. But so did you guys, though. Yeah, you still had the week to prepare, except, you know, you went home. Yeah. Can we talk about how the fact that they left Baltimore, you know, in the east, in the cold, it's still January. Foxborough is going to be even colder. Stay there. Get whatever tape you need. Get some hot cocoa. Oh, my I God. No, and chill. Don't go back to the warm weather and then go back to the cold weather. Jeez, I mean, I'm going to Big Bear in a week. What, you want me to go to, like, <laughs> you know, Phoenix right now and come back, come back and go there and be like, oh, I'm fine. Exactly. I'm good. That's Thank a- God I went somewhere hotter to prepare for the cold. Honestly, it's absolutely, man, listen. In up. what world? So, so the, the, the Patriots move on. Um, they will be going against the Chiefs. And speaking of the Chiefs, we got the Chiefs versus Colts. Um, mm-hmm. The Chiefs took care of business against my dark horse pick to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And once again, not mad, not sad at all. Andy no. Reid's my guy. Andy Reid's my favorite coach of football. I want Andy Reid to have a Super Bowl. I want Andy Reid to win so I can go back to Pennsylvania and tell all y'all Philly fans y'all should have never let my man go in the first place. No, they shouldn't have. Don't tell me he's getting stale. Don't tell me they ain't listening to him. Don't tell me they're tuning them out. Y'all got rid of a coach because you panicked. You should never got rid of Andy Reid. Andy Reid Andy should have been like Mike Tomlin or, or, or Marvin Lewis just there forever. Just there. Just for, there forever. Absolutely like, ever. How, you know, like, so like, so when they win the Super Bowl, they get validated. And of course, they got the right coach now. But I'm saying mm-hmm. right now, I've always been pulling for Andy Reid. The Chiefs take care of business. That whole narrative about Andy Reid not being able to win the big, a, a big game or a big playoff game. This was huge for the Chiefs. Absolutely. They haven't Because the Colts had, were hot, bro. They were hot. And last time the Chiefs played the Colts, it was a very tough loss for the Chiefs. You know, they blew a 28-point lead by halftime. Or not by halftime. They had it at halftime yeah. and they blew it. Coming into Arrowhead, you know, they haven't won a playoff game there since, I want to say what, like the 90s, mm. late, maybe 96. And they come in, the fans, you know, they're red hot. The mm. stadium's even red hot. I mean, you've seen their colors. Rocking, bro. It's one of the hardest places to play. It's freezing. And yeah, the Colts, you know, they're from Indianapolis, but they do play in Lucas and Oil. that, to me, is the biggest factor of that game. Now, uh-huh. listen, it wasn't just that the Chiefs were better. I'm telling you, if you watch that game, man, the Colts... Played like they play in a, a climate-controlled atmosphere. They do. They were sure they oh, play, you know, my in the gosh. north, but they were not ready at all to play, you know. Oh, Lucas Oil is amazing. It's different than it's different yeah. than going out of the arena and having to bundle up. Playing in a warm arena, it's it. They Arrowhead have it was snowy. It was freezing. They were not ready, bro. They Kansas were not City. ready. 
it gets cold there in Missouri. Yeah, man. Like, an Arrowhead, it's loud. The Chiefs are, mind you, really good with Patrick Mahomes. They play an excellent style of football. They I don't do. think, you know, think back, I haven't had a lot of chances to talk about it on this show. True. But they play a very fast-paced, they do. you know, like, high-pitched style of Up football. Tempo. Patrick Mahomes is absolutely slinging the ball. Father was a, Q, uh, not QB, father was a pitcher mm-hmm. in the MLB, so he has that cannon of an arm. He does. And he's young, he's still got to build up the IQ, build up the accuracy, but he plays it like one of the best. You know, you got Tyreek Fearless, Hill, though. Fearless, too. Right there with that touchdown. He is, he uses his speed so well. That's the thing. You can be fast, but like, is John Ross the best player in the entire yeah, NFL? Yeah. I don't think so, but exactly. Tyreek Hill is the number one receiver for the Chiefs he's because Patty Mahomes knows how to use his speed. Kelsey's always going to be there, and that's what I like to see is the Kelsey versus Gronk matchup. Yeah. Who has a better game? And the Patriots versus Chiefs matchup is going to be really interesting because last time, you know, the Chiefs have only done this with one other team where they, you know, matched 40 to 50 points with them, and that was the Rams, and they lost. And they lost on a field goal to to the Patriots in Foxborough mm-hmm. by they lost by three points, forty something to forty something. Now they're going to Arrowhead. And I and I say it before and I'll say it again, man. Tom Brady, he will impress me when he gets to the playoffs via the road. Exactly. He never has gotten to the playoff the, the Super Bowl via the road. It's gonna be he, really interesting. He mysteriously had a bye week. He had a bye because they won that weak division. So he has to play one away game. The, the fact they had a home game is we'll get to that later as a different story, a different day. But they have to go to Arrowhead. Now, Tom Brady come out of there, I'll be like, I'll come on here on Monday and be like, mm, hats off to him. Sure, but so will I. It's going to be real tough, man. And I'm and the Patriots, they're underdog, but y'all need to stop this. I ain't trying to hear that. Nobody was talking about the Chiefs. Everybody's been writing off the Chiefs. Everybody's saying it. So, so stop acting like the, the Patriots are underdogs. They're trying hey. to build this narrative like no. Tom Brady has a deck stacked against them. Have you ever I'm seen not the Patriots play a game of football ever? I'm not trying to hear it. The team that came back 28-3, to three, exactly. and you want to say they're underdogs? I'm not trying to hear it. They, they got are, the best. They got the best corner in football by all pro standards. Uh, and they, they Stephon the, Gilmore's a beast, man. Geez, one of the best teams in NFL history in the last two decades. You and you want to tell them they're the underdogs? And, and that's the narrative they've already started on Monday. And I'm like, I'm not gonna let y'all do it. I'm not gonna let y'all do that. The Chiefs are the underdog. They're I don't the, care if they're near head. Oh, Patrick Mahomes five years old. Don't try to tell me they're a favorite now because he's zinging and flinging because y'all been trying to write the cheese off all year long. Exactly, but the question is, do the Patriots notice that and adjust based on what Patrick Mahomes does and they get him flustered and they exploit his game or does he pass the ball and run it all over them? Yeah, because I think, I think Patty's going to have to be a little more accurate. The, I, I think the cha- turning point in the first game they played was that when he missed that uh, missed Tyreek Hill up the seam mm-hmm. on the first quarter. He yeah. missed that, overthrew him, and that, that's kinda, that was like a touchdown right there. It's one of those things where I don't think the Patriots have the personnel to stop to contain him, and they, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. And, you know, you this can kid's set up feeling it, bro. the spy, but he is on an absolute tear. And it's he's got that hot momentum. You know, they're coming off this big win against the Colts and now going back to their home field, home stadium, with all those screaming fans. And Chiefs fans, they go crazy. They, Let me they, tell you that much. Because they know how close they are, man. They're, they do. This is one game to the big dance, whether you win or lose. The Super Bowl is everything. Listen, I don't know how it's going to go. We said it before. We say it again. The Patriots are not done until they're done. They're mm-hmm. not done until they're done. Don't ever count out the Patriots until they're officially done. Absolutely. Really, because they can surprise—I counted out the Patriots, you know, when they were losing to the Falcons by too many points for me to count. And then they come all the way back, and James White scores well, the game-winning touchdown. You and I know that's a Falcons, a Falcons problem. That was a Falcons problem for sure. Yeah, it's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the Patriots move on. They'll meet the Chiefs, Chiefs in the AST Championship going to the Super Bowl on uh, February 2nd. 
um, whoever wins that game. So mm-hmm. final game we're going to talk about is those Eagles. Foles, Danny versus Drew Brees. Mm. And it's very interesting, man. It was like, so, so, so that's just like I thought the headline would be. Yeah. Because what, what these what these cats do on TV, man, I, I think a lot of them are phony, to be honest with you. A lot of them don't like to be wrong. So they hedge their bets. <laughs> listen, listen. Listen, I'm just... <laughs> I'm not going to hate. I ain't going to hate. I swear I ain't going to hate. <laughs> I ain't going to hate. But when I start, man, you know, man, I should take this because I was hating on Tom Brady. Hold on. Let me. Uh, yeah, you know, you got you to have some. Mm. Here, I'll just. I'll just I was hating on Tom. So shame on me. I got to get drunk. Oh, I'm hating on Alshon, so don't yeah, worry. Yeah, <laughs> So listen, okay. Yeah. So so what these guys do, because they, they don't like to be wrong, they don't like to come out in the day and be like, yo, listen, man, I was wrong. They don't get paid to be right or wrong. They get paid no matter what. So what I like to do when I'm when I'm pleasantly surprised by somebody to come in and say I was wrong, but my thing is here goes the narrative. So they have the mm-hmm. one narrative like Foles magic continues. Oh, but they had in their little back pocket, the magic is over. Yeah, they it's, were ready. He's oh, and they and they were firing it all morning. That's all I was hearing. I'm like wow. But the one thing that the one point I will make, which is really awesome, is mm-hmm. I'm telling you something right there. The front office of the Philadelphia Eagles, they they they're happier than they want to say they were. Yeah, come on. Because if Foles would have came back, won this game. Done that thing again, man. Beat the Rams, go to Super Bowl, and even if they lose, go to Super Bowl and lose. Philadelphia fans, the world would be like, yeah, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you what they would have probably tried to do. They would have tried to franchise tag them about $20, $25 million, which sounds crazy, right? That sounds insane for right? Nick Foles. Come on. And that's, and that's to me. So they're happy about Alshon dropping that pass. I almost think they were like, yo, Alshon, man, come down to the man list. We'll kick a couple million dollars to you, man. Mm-hmm. He just dropped his pass, man. But I mean, like, I, I got, like, really good. I got the best hands in the NFL. But that's, 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 the receivers have, like, the microphone thing in their ear. Because I'm saying right now, they go, they must. They Alshon, must. Alshon, Alshon, Alshon drop this so they, all right, in the huddle, just, all right, all right. We got, so. we got $5 million if you drop this pass. <laughs> because Nick Foles. <laughs> like, hey, it's, it's like. <laughs> conspiracy oh. theory. No, no, but seriously. But honestly, okay. So, Saints win. Saints move on. Um, they. They did. They did. They they did what they had to do to win the game. The the Eagles had every opportunity to win the game. They did. They blew it. Everyone's like, "Oh, Sean Payton. He's a he's a he's fearless. Yeah, that's gonna get. That's gonna catch him one day too. That will. It's gonna catch him all that 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 fourth down nonsense. It was a yard, guys. Stop acting like he got ten yards. No, that was a yard. I mean, it was a yard, y'all. Sean Payton historically, when they played the Colts in the Super Bowl in 09, he came that out onside kick. That so onside ever kick since then, the start of the half, and now he's, you know, and now all of a sudden, yeah, no, he's he's freaking Bill Gates or he's like Stephen Hawkins. All like, right, chill. But golly, he, he is a good coach, though. He you know, is. he came into the Saints locker room, and it was really interesting. He put Lombardi Trophy, you know, $2,500, like $250,000 cash, which is, you know, the incentives to win the Super Bowl. Not bad. And he looked at all his team, and he said, you want this? Mm. Win three effing games. Not bad. That's what he said. Not bad. And they went crazy and looked like just won one. And the thing about it is they, they got the work cut out for him, though. Oh, with the Rams? Because the Rams want them. The Rams want they want revenge. that they want that rematch badly and I, and Sean McVay got something for Sean McVay because he's just as fearless, mm-hmm. just creative, just innovative. It's it really it's really the perfect storm. But the Eagles, um, the, you know what? It, it definitely comes down to just from a fundamental football perspective. It came down to lack of running game. It, really it was did. it was really such a lack of running game. That's you know, just that was it, like once you once you know yards, yeah, come like, on and it's and it's not even his fault. It's just the running. When I say running game, everyone tends to go to running back. No, I say running game because it's a whole lot of factors which can produce running and not produce mm-hmm. running. And they didn't they didn't have it. Alvin Kamara, 16 for 71. See, so so he did his oh um and you, and you get so, okay, so you got you got different different things different things factoring in. And they, they run just enough. They run the, yeah. the Saints run just enough. The Saints have that balanced attack too between two great 
running backs. Mm-hmm. The the thing I like about the Saints, just to take a quick little tangent here, is just how balanced their attack they is. They are, bro. It really, and they use it well, you know, Michael Thomas going for 171. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Continue, though. You know, on 71 for Kamara and 50, what, 53 for Ingram. Yeah. It's in really impressive. And, you know, they got guys like Ginn and, you know, Kirk. It's, it's very impressive. And they have the most balanced part of their game is the fact that they actually have a real quarterback yeah. named Drew Brees who is definitely going to the Hall of Fame you know, one he's day. The, he's the real – no, Drew Brees is the real deal. And, it's, it's, and he's – he – put it like this. If you want to go down, you want to go down with Drew. Mm-hmm. And, and they were they were in Drew Brees' pocket in the beginning. They were flustered, but I think they were like just a little bit rusty. So what, what I'm what I'm trying to say about that is different things with Nick Foles. Thirty one attempts, Smallwood only he only had ten carries. So they flat out just abandoned the run. They did, and that's a lot to do with the run block from the Eagles, and that's yes, a lot that's to do saying, with yeah. the pressure from the Saints. Two years ago, their defense was horrible. They've bettered their defense tremendously. Yeah. Last year, sadly, you know the um, God, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, some miracle, something. I don't like to remember it because the Vikings got to win. Oh, the Minnesota minute miracle. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, I can't and, think of the word Minnesota. Geez. So, so, and so people forget that that we talked about it weeks ago. How the Saints uh-huh. were in the Super Bowl. They were. Now they might, maybe they would have ran into the Eagles and lost. But I'm saying that team. This is the same team. Guys. This is the same team, and they beat them, guys. Tell me the same. Guys, oh, they would have beat the Patriots. What I'm so trying, to, and, and there's a lot of changes from the Eagles team. But what I'm trying to say is. The, the Saints team. I'm not. Let's say. Look, I'm just. I'm just literally ignoring everybody else. I'm trying to say this Saints team was geared to go to the Super Bowl last yes, year. They were Minnesota Miracle kind of caught them. You, you see how they're on a mission. See, because that's the one story no one's talking about. They're on a mission. This is why they're winning games now. They, they just won't be denied. They're so jazzed up and ready to actually win games. I mean, you play with that fire. With the Eagles, they weren't really playing with it. You saw that by that Alshon drop. You know, if you don't really catch these passes, you're not really playing with your head screwed out all the way. Yeah, he has to catch that. Every Saint was playing like they wanted to be in the Super Bowl, and they do. And I really hate that, but he just he has to catch that ball. And I, you, oh. I when I was playing ball, like my coach would always say, "Well, don't blame your teammate for this one play." Evan, you missed four free throws. See, we lost by four points. So was it your fault too? So like, cause you can always draw to that one play. Exactly. So, so it it is a it is a reason why the drive stall in the game was over. But then okay, let's say Alshon catches that. Foles still has to score a touchdown. He's st- it's still on Foles, but but it's, it's a huge way to listen, man. He, <laughs> he it's it's tough for me to give him the blame. I feel like this if I had to give out blame, it's like five percent. It's ten percent for blame. the whole game, no. But for that one for that one play, play yeah, it wasn't Foles' fault at all. No, it's, Alshon it's, he dropped the ball, and, and to his it. to his credit, he admitted he dropped the ball. No, he admitted, yeah, yeah. And so, so it's one of those things where we, we get to that we get to the point where the, the Saints were the better team. The, the 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 Eagles were playing with house money. They the, were the Eagles, and the Eagles came up short. It's and, just, and who's mad about it? Nobody. Who, I mean, besides for you know like Dyer Philadelphia. Philadelphia fans, who's really like they backed, they backed in, they backed into the, the playoffs. How did the Eagles lose? Oh my, no, like people like no. okay, sure, good, yeah. Run. Like I was like, all right, that's fine. I didn't really they were expect one them. game away from the NFC Championship, not too bad. That's pretty good. So, so they got to win. Like in I the said, playoffs. Saints first, Rams, Chiefs first, Patriots. Those are the four teams that should be there. They are there. It's the one reason why I like to get to why football to me is the most unpredictable major sport in the world. Yes, it is. Because even when you get, listen, the only thing that's more unpredictable than that is the, is the World Cup. That's every four years. And we got this thing every, every single year. And it's always different. So the reason why the World Cup is so unique and special is because players get old, players get young, new players come in, new players. Like, guys, the most unbelievable sport, the most hard to predict sport in the world is football. Mm-hmm. Look at the, listen, the Super Bowl champions, gone. Gone, eliminated. 
eliminated. Eliminated. Almost didn't make the playoffs if, this year. If the Patriots lose next week, they're eliminated. So the two representatives will be gone. There's nothing like it. The Rams are in the NFC Championship game. They weren't there last year. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's so unbelievable. The Saints were supposed to be there, but they weren't, but now they are. It's like, there's nothing like the NFL football when it comes to being unpredictable. That's that's what makes the game so intriguing and makes it so special. Exactly. And, and the- it's unbelievable. And the only repeat teams you will see, you know, is the Patriots yeah. because that AFC really isn't as strong. It is doo-doo, man. And the Patriots, come on, they play in a division with it is the Bills, the Jets, oh, and the Dolphins. Come talk to me when they get better. There, a couple of these teams are on the way because Miami's on their way, but they're not there. On no. their way, on their way to Disney isn't that Disney, is it? No, it's you're, not. A you're on your way to. No. You're, you're, you're getting close to Anaheim or, but, or, or Disney World, excuse me, Florida. Yeah, yeah. On, we're on the way to Disney. We y'all get y'all in Disney yet? No, we ain't get the Epcot yet. No. You're on your way. No, we're on our way. You know, we got like Kenyon Drake driving and like Tannehill's in the back somewhere. Yeah, I think Osweiler's they're like on their way to Epcot the Center. They are not there yet. But they they are. But they're they're getting close. They're getting close. They're getting close. They're Just getting watch close. out when they get there, and then Tom Brady's like, "All right, time to uh, time to retire." Yeah, cool. And then all of a sudden, just like when LeBron left the East, y'all will be it'll be y'all. It'll be open wide open. Mm-hmm. When old when old Tom Terrific leaves, then it'll be up for grabs. It will. But with that being said, playoffs have it currently stands. I kind of went there. Uh 305, Saints versus the Rams, 630, Pats versus the Chiefs. That would be what is that, 1205 for us, and then 330 for us. Is that so, early? Yeah, it's early. Dang. I know, bro. So that's those are the games um to represent the NFC and the AFC in the Super Bowl before we get up out of here. David Bloom, who do you have? Who do I have? Yeah, we, we, I forgot we didn't do predictions huh. last week. And I'm like, damn, we didn't even pick who we have. Who you got? Who do I got? Oh, you about, about to pour some more hair. Well, <laughs> well, well, you got to pour. You start hating, you got to pour. If you start hating, you got to pour. Oh, you about to start. Who you, oh, I, could, I, I'm, I might be excited about this hating, though. See, this color, uh, it's red, hater red. Yeah, sweet. So I got to hate a little bit on the red. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. I'm picking the Pats. Oh, come on, man. Over the Chiefs. Come I ain't on. no Pats fan, but... You are a, you are a fraud. <laughs> you are a charlatan. Mm. I did not see that coming. And, uh... I didn't see that coming. Yeah, uh, I really did not see that coming. I don't need... It's not that much of a hatred, but Rams over Saints. Rams over Saints. I like... So you got, you, so you got the rematch. You do. The Rams adjust... They play better. Sean McVay has a stronger running game, and the Saints are no match based on what they did for the Eagles last week. I wow. know it's in the Superdome, but the Rams take it, and the Pats are the Pats. They have this they magic, are, and the Chiefs, you saw what happened last time. Now, the Chiefs could take it, but I'm saying the Chiefs won't necessarily crumble, but the Pats will out-offense them. Goodness. That's the game, and the Rams will out-defense the Saints. That is also the game. Well, I'm going with the pick that it should be. It should be the Chiefs, and it should be the Saints. That's what it should be. We are complete opposite. Yeah, we this are. Is fun. I know, we are. And it's um, it's interesting, because either way, I wouldn't be mad if the Rams made it, though. Not at all. Not at wouldn't all. Wouldn't be mad at all. See, we, I wouldn't be mad if the Saints made it. We talk about this all the time. L.A., you guys, you know, if you don't live here, L.A. is a much better place when the teams win. It is a much... People are much more pleasant. When they, when they win, but not win at all. When they yeah. win at all, then we go crazy. Oh, yeah. But when you when they win, it's just when they're winning. When they're winning. Oh, people, people oh, it's are wonderful. like, love, like you can walk into somewhere and like a Chargers and Rams fan will be getting like brunch. Yeah, like, door open up for you. They'll, they'll take you to pick up the bed like, check yeah, for you. Uh, be like, oh, no, it's on the house. Yeah. Go Rams. <laughs> and you walk in when the when the Chargers lose to the Pats and if the Rams lose it's to the true. Saints, they're like, what do you want? Uh, you know, just take a bagel, extra charge. Why? Yeah. Well, Why? you know, the Chargers just got eliminated. Yeah, the, the Rams could lose, and they're upset. So, so like I said, I wouldn't be mad either way. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I want to see Tom Trivic at home because he talks a whole lot, of, whole lot of subtle nonsense. Everybody, like, he's so humble. He talks, he talks very subtle, subtle, subtle trash. Let's, so, 
And plus, like I said, I'm a casual guy. It's not, it's not even nothing against Tom. You know. Oh, it's you're a casual guy. Yeah, I'm a casual see, guy. Not, I, see, I, just, uh, I just wanna, I wanna. See, I'm not here real quick. Just, just to brandish it a little bit. <laughs> Next year, playoffs. Get ready for it. Are you calling that, huh? Playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, like yeah, that you yeah, didn't yeah. go too far. You just said playoffs. Oh, I just said playoffs. <laughs> they could lose in the wild card, but like playoffs. You like their new coach? Yeah, actually, I think uh, I think uh, Lord, how do you pronounce his name? Le- Lafier. That's already. I want to say that's a bad. That's a bad start. <laughs> bad start. I am absolutely failing at this, but you know. Yeah, I will see at the uh, for the Titans. He's I like what he's done. I like his resume. I yeah. think he can do a lot for the team. Yeah, but you know McCarthy. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Thanks for the ring. It was such an impressive run. He helped develop Aaron Rodgers. See, I'll hold the hater right up for you. Yeah, uh, like no one else. But you know, I'm excited where this team can go. Mm-hmm. I sound like I'm giving a press conference. <laughs> um, and you know, I just really want to make the playoffs this year. It's it- been two years, and it's very hard on me right now. You will. And um, with that being said, we gonna get up out of here, man. We gonna see y'all next Monday, though. We gonna talk about the Super Bowl representatives. That's gonna be interesting. Then we're gonna make our Super Bowl picks, and hopefully, we get a Super Bowl after show. I'm working on it. I'm working. Oh, please do. Oh, so um, David Bloom, tell the wonderful people they can find you, man. David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. Maybe I'll throw up another post. Maybe I won't. You'll have to find out. <laughs> hey, shout out to everyone hating me, hate on, hating on me for the Cowboys. Shout out to everyone hating on me in general. Uh. <laughs> It fuels me. Shout uh, out to all the haters. See you later. Yo, um, Evan T. Mac, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, oh, shout out to my girl and but, my friends. Oh, yo, what up? Yo, before, oh, but I didn't even ask you before we rolled out, man. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Man, we ain't got to talk about that. Yeah. Man. We out here, yeah. man. We out, man. Goodbye. We yeah. out. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.